Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tiny Juice Box. I'm David. And I'm Young, and we have Landa. Again. <laughs> the sucker. We decided to do another. I'll just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's in an abusive relationship. He just keeps coming back. Glutton <laughs> uh, for punishment, you know. There we go. But Young, you actually had a topic that you wanted to discuss about. Apparently you and Landa already talked about this a little bit. Yeah, this is something Landa and I have already talked about just a little bit. Um, but I feel like this we is... We have very strong opinions about it, too. Okay. <laughs> very strong. And, and, you know, it might be, con- you know, controversial to a lot of people who do listen, who might, like, you know, there's going to be people who disagree. Right. That's fine. That's the nature of this kind of topic. But yeah. I think it's important enough for it to be talked about in general. Sure. And for the people who don't know what's going on, I think they should know. Right. Um, I, well, see, first of all, we we have these discussions in point of we are going to have different views. We're going to have people who don't agree with us. We have people who want to you know, give out their opinion. And that's fine. We're, we're welcoming that. Uh, so if you want to join our discord and we can do that discussion there. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, anyway. So, but like the topic was, uh, let me see if I could pull this up real quick, but the topic is on like transgender athletes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like in the past year and maybe even a little bit more than that, it, the topic of that has been coming up a lot more frequently sure. from like what I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the re- this recent one, there's like a trans athlete, trans uh yeah trans athlete swimmer uh collegiate swimmer mm-hmm. um who leah thompson leah thompson yes that's from pennsylvania do you do you want to say names i mean well, they're all over, the it's news. all over the news oh, okay. i'm looking at an article from new york post oh yeah sure. but then like the main thing is when when they were competing right they competed in the women's division sure and they blew this person blew away the competition sure not by like a little bit it was like margins sure and i personally so yeah go for, ahead. To, to explain the margin that we're discussing i ended up watching one of the swim meets and i thought they the were going backwards was, i thought they were swimming the wrong direction like i thought the opposite entered in the opposite side of the pool mm-hmm. because they were swimming a, like the opposite direction of everybody else the entire time they were basically a full lap ahead of everybody else oh wow yeah yeah it, it was that bad yeah. And that's significant because like if everybody else is going at the at a specific pace, you know, someone there is going to be a leader, of course. That's sure. that's that's the point of the race, but like that's a whole pretty, that, whole lap. That's that's pretty intense. Yeah. We'll put it this way, Michael Phelps is not even a full lap ahead of people in his like divisions that right. he competed in. Right. Um you know, I I would say that I I know the point that you guys want to make and the point that you guys are going to make is is that a, is that something that should be okay or should be allowed? And and my answer is going to be no. I don't think so. Like because the argument here is sure. Um, what these what's what this group tries to argue is they're women because they're you know because, because they classify they, as because it. they classify as I'm you know yeah I'm a woman now sure right and because they do now they try now and now they go into and, and compete in women's divisions mm-hmm. in women's sports and sure. stuff like that in their in their league and. And like they, their argument is, hey, I'm taking hormone suppression medication and taking other medication so that I bring these other hormone levels up. But then that still doesn't change the nature that they were born a particular sex, sure. right? And in this case, this person was born male. Mm-hmm. And because they were born male and they went through this whole process through, you know, through growth and puberty, they had body developments that women didn't have. Sure. You know, females don't have. Right. And that in itself gives a major advantage when it comes to athletic, you know, athletic capabilities, capabilities here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this person, just because they say now they classify as a woman, is like that's 
that's not right. So I guess you can kind of compare this like, okay, let's say they're in like middle school or high school, right? And they're like, well, I'd classify as a girl and they're a boy. Do Are they now allowed to use the girls' locker room and, and you know, swim with the girls and, and, you know, do that? I would say no, I you shouldn't be. And there, and that is also another issue in itself. Like whenever you come in, like when you go into like uh, high schools and middle school, should this person be now put into the women's locker room? I, you know, if I was a parent, I would say, no. I would say this is not right. Right. But do they go into the men's locker room at the same time then? I, so are, are we saying that we know. need a separate division for people like this? But then that, that's segregation. Well, if is you want to, if you want to talk about that, isn't it already segregated to a certain extent? Oh yeah, because, because men women are already segregated. Yeah, men are so already segregated. Right. Yeah, men are, are men are segregated in this situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like, kind of look at it from this point of view, men can't participate in women's divisions, right. sure, because everybody knows men have an advantage when it comes to sports, sure. over women. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the women's Olympic soccer team, or I'm sorry, it was a women's pro soccer team that played a men's high school soccer team and the the high school team crushed the female team oh really oh yeah damn. i mean you're already looking at that kind of a difference and you could take another sport tennis you could take professional tennis players from men and women's divisions and you take the top level women's tennis players and you take like the worst professional men's player you mm-hmm. know men men tennis players and the men the men well, the man will still win. Really? You think Serena Williams? I, yeah, I lose? think they, yes, because they did so do this. I think they oh. said it, one of those things actually happened. I can't remember if it was Serena Williams or like it was one of the top five tennis players in the sure. world played the like hundredth ranked man in the world, and he shut her out. That's what I, I remember. I think is yeah. he shut her out completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's reasons for there being right different know, divisions, different divisions for sure. men, men and women. Yeah. And it's to help, and it's to, and it's so Make that it they fair. can, yeah, so that they can compete fairly. Sure. Um, but the thing is, interesting, inter- interesting thing is when it, when, because you said, isn't that segregation, right? Yeah. It's already segregated because women can actually join a men's division. They can play professional NFL. Oh. But they don't qualify because they can't make the cut. Right. But if they do. Is it segregation or is it just division at that point? It, to me, it's not a segregation. It's more of a skill dividing factor to try and equal the playing field. Yeah. So it's a skill cap, essentially. So the boys will never yeah. test into the girls because they are already above is what you're saying. But isn't that, so, isn't that considered segregation in its, in its own, in its you own way? You can turn anything into segregation at that right. point. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So is, is the point of this is should there be another team or like another sport category, right? You got men's, women's. Another league, yeah. And then yes. trans? I, I 100% think there should be a different league. Okay. And any person who's like transitioned to to the opposite sex or whatever, mm-hmm. they should just be in that particular category. Yeah. Or or they could have a category of men who transition to women and women who transition to men. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. could do that. They could do that kind of division as well. Sure. But and the reason I feel that way, though, is it's nothing against women. I have seen girls. There are girls that are better at sports than I am at certain things. Yeah, no, oh, definitely. Sure. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. No, the like, issue is that if the person grows and this is going to lead into another discussion, too. But for a male growing up, they already have that testosterone developing them. And young, correct me if I'm wrong, but testosterone also develops with uh, bone density muscle development all that other sort of stuff that women will not get and therefore automatically gives an unfair advantage to a man over a woman in certain sports this is very true Mm -hmm. and like a lot of that actually starts from develop like utero development sure i mean again there's going to be no i guess right and wrong answer here this is all opinionated oh yeah 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I see it in that way too. Like, I don't think that men, regardless of transgender, should be competing against women and seeing it as eye to eye, like at the equal same level. Like, I don't, I don't think that at all. There's no comparison. Yeah, like, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Like there was like uh, w- with that specific topic, there was like another one where there was a woman who was transitioning to a man. Mm-hmm. So I guess they were taking testosterone and things like that. But sh- but this person beat Leah Thompson. Okay. But it was like a woman transitioning to a man, kind of. So, but, so did they compete in the women's or the men's, as as a quote unquote trans man? Trans. I, this I one I actually don't remember. Linda, do you? Are you familiar with that? Like this was a like a. This was a recent development, actually. This past week. No, I think? but if I had to guess, if it's a female transitioning mm-hmm. to a man, it was probably just some sort of like personal one-on-one. Yeah. Well, what do they call like the events where it's there's no reason or around behind it, it's just to mm-hmm. do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but but they mentioned that, and I think it was just like a. I personally think it was like a publicity a pub publicity stunt. Sure. Trying to like get the heat off of them. Yeah. Saying, hey, this is not an issue, <laughs> but it is. I mean, I don't think it should be regardless of if they're trans. It should just be, are you in that same skill level, right? Because if you're going to be the one that's competing and, and you blow them out of the water every single time you play against them, then you should be playing at a higher level, right? You should be playing at a, or, you know, performing at a higher level. So, for instance, they're in college, but they're beating everybody in college, right? So if that's the case, then why don't you go compete in either the college men's or the professional women's and see how you do there. Like, I don't, I don't so, know. The whole thing with Leah Thompson, mm-hmm. or Thomas, sorry, Leah Thomas, that I have issues with is not as much of the whole competing on the female thing. Yes, I still have my issues with that. My biggest issue with that whole thing is, and again, this is just from what I've read in articles and heard, Leah ends up boasting to her, I don't know if they're called teammates on a swim team, but sure. Bailey boasting how they're carrying the team and... Nobody yeah. else is even coming close and basically oh. just being very, very egotistical about it. And sure. that is where I, my biggest issue comes in because it, all it is is putting all these other females down that have you know worked their entire life. And without a person that has had t- testosterone in their life, they they would probably be one of the top swimmers, but they're basically being shut down by somebody else. And that's right. I mean, even regardless of the whole testosterone thing, that, you never want to do that to your own teammates. Right. Like that. Yeah. Why would you? So, I mean, okay. I guess that's kind of like saying, what if, what if Tiger Woods had a, I'm not saying this, but what if Tiger Woods had a, you know, gender change and he decided to play in the LPGA, he would obliterate the LPGA, right? I mean, this is, this is, yeah, this is in general, like when, when, when you take men's, you know, men's golf and women's golf, men are usually going to dominate the field whenever you're comparing professional. professional. Not even close. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, like. Even in professional golf, like women, they start at a different start line. Yeah. They start closer. A lot closer. Like, heck of a lot closer. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, like, if men start there, it's harder for them. because and you know how many yards, clo- like, how the yardage difference yeah. is? It's 50, I think. Depends. It's, yeah, it <laughs> depends, depends on the, the par. Yeah, but, like, I like I know, like, people who have played it, like, with the women's tees because they were just like, well, why not? And it's actually harder for them because, like, when you're up closer, it becomes less, it becomes more narrow, like, of, like, your hit field, I guess. When you're further back, everything just kind of opens up, you know? So it's different for even, like, men's to play at a women's tee. So it's kind of, like, it's skill cap, sure, but it's also, like, different for just what they're used to. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, I mean, you, it's hard. You, I wouldn't, I would never want to, like, compete professionally if it wasn't an equal playing field. 
because then well, I, would... I mean take take golf out of the equation look at the mma they had a male yeah. transition to a female and then fought females and really yes basically crushed a woman's what? face and do you fight. yeah do you consider that fair no. no heck no it doesn't matter that you I might even know that your, happened yeah it doesn't matter that you went through the transition and you got yeah. rid of your male organs and things like that and then went on estrogen you know, like you know hormone right. therapy to like to make the transition complete. Like that's that's what? still BS. You still have the bone structure of that of a man. Yeah. And the body structure. So Everything. I yeah. heard that story from Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan was livid about that whole scenario and him being such a huge MMA person. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, yeah. he cast MMA. He was just livid that that was even allowed. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I agree. that allowed? I 100% agree too. Like huh. this person was a professional in, you know, as a man. Yeah. Dude, he still has that specific strength and skill set. I mean, he, uh, I guess lose a little bit, but dang, still. Yeah. Still. I don't know. Like, that's, I think that's really wrong. Like, w- when it comes to that kind of competition, that's really wrong. Um, why, why even just that competition? Well, I that, understand. That specific category sure. of competition. It shouldn't, it's just anything it shouldn't in be. general. Right. But when it comes I, to professional sports, I don't know. Like, in a sport where you're actually like fighting somebody, like, that's kind of. Backwards. So I don't, I don't know. I know for young, it's probably not as common, but like, I'm not very tall. So uh-huh. I have dated girls that are about my, my height and stuff like that. Sure. And they want to play fight. And when they play fight, I always hold back so much because I'm scared of hurting them. Sure. And most of the time, even when I'm holding back, it's not very difficult with the play fighting. Like it's very easy to get them to the ground panel and be like, aha, I win. Yeah. But I can only imagine with a pro scene where you're not holding back. Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I I don't know. Any any sport that's you, you yeah, you, I I you just can't mix the two. No. It's just not fair. So with the whole situation of guys developing to have stronger bone density and uh muscle tone and all that stuff because of testosterone brings me to the next question for you, David. Mm-hmm. To cancel that out, what do you think about hormone blockers for kids then? I'm sorry. So just giving every kid hormone blockers? No, for like that, well, sure. that is a talk. If a kid doesn't automatically know that they want to be a male or female when they're growing up, there has been a discussion in the media, and I don't know if government's gotten involved yet about trying to allow children to make the decision to go on hormone blockers so that they can choose later on in their life and not develop as either male or female. And we're talking about kids who are like elementary school age. Uh, okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you this, or I'll, I'll ask you this. Are are they old enough to make their own decisions in the sense of, you know, are, are they independent then? Is, is they, it, have, they have mom and dad. Okay. Then no, I don't think so. Because, like, in that, you're too young. You won't know. Like, how are you going to know at four or five years old or six or seven years old that I want to be a male or female? Like, that's not a question you're asked. This comes to, Do you like, think our parents should be allowed to make that decision for them, though. So this comes back to our discussion when we talked about autonomy mm-hmm. and this is specifically on medical autonomy. Sure. Right. So does this kid have the right to choose for himself or herself to do these specific therapies for the way they want to be because they think they, because they, they want to be a girl or they want to be a boy. Sure. Should they be allowed to do that? Do you think they have the, I don't think they have information. They don't have the to information make to make that decision at that young of an age. I don't think so. But then so here's the thing, oh. putting them on a hormone blocker. So say it's a boy, goes on a hormone blocker, and then later on it's like, I, I'm okay. I just want to stay as a male. They just come off it, and they 
continue as a regular male. But wouldn't that kind or of... if they change, then they can actually have the sex change of, you know, going through the whole surgery process. Okay, I feel like, okay, okay, let's say this. Let's say you decide you're seven years old and you're like, I'm not sure. And they put you on hormone blockers for, let's say, 10 years. And you're like, you know, 17, 18, you're like, I want to be a normal, you know, kid. I, I don't, I don't want to change my, my sex. Does that not like stunt your growth and does that not like change your body? And yeah, because so you missed the whole pu- because, like, that pubescent, rough, yeah, yeah, you missed that period. So it got all blocked. Yeah, no, I would say until you're an adult, you should. I mean, obviously, chemicals and, and hormones are going to change your mind. So growing up, you, you kind of need those hormones and, and, you know, chemicals in your body to kind of figure out in life where you're going to be. And, and I'm saying, like, that as. Okay, let's say you end up knowing that you're a you know a, a male in a female's body or vice versa uh, when you're a little older. Like, I still okay. think what's that? But when you get a little bit older, then it might be too late, and you'll already have that for a male. They'll have that testosterone development that it's going to basically put them at that unfair advantage of being a female. So, so you're saying this like as them. people who want to compete? Then, and any I'm I'm using that as an example, sure. but. Well, in okay. General, so, so let's say this advantage, or it will we'll get away from the sports thing. Okay. It, as a guy, guys typically end up growing taller with the testosterone and hormones and stuff like that, so they'll end up being taller. Then they go off it and decide to become a female. They're going to have a lot of those male characteristics: the Adam's apple, be much taller, have that you know wider shoulders and stuff like that that they wouldn't have had if they'd been on a hormone blocker. It'll basically make them look <laughs> less feminine. Sure. At that point, you know I. I... Again, I, I, just, I think it just all comes down to that point of, do you consider a child well-knowledged enough to decide that on their own? And I would say no. I mean, I'm on the same boat. Like, I'm on the same, like, playing field here, like, you know, when it comes to what yeah. you're thinking. Because, like, I don't think, I don't think any child, any kid at that age really has the information yeah. needed to make that kind of a decision. Right. And if a parent is pushing that, I, 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 I'm in the lines of the, considering that as abuse. child abuse mm-hmm. because now you're manipulating their mind to sure. push them into doing something that yeah. maybe they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. I, I think that's completely wrong. And I know that there's been cases. I know there there is a particular case. I can't remember the specific names of these people, mm-hmm. um, but the mom was trying to push this, push their son to transition sure. and put them on hormone blockers and things like that where the dad didn't want that to happen because, right, you know, that he... <laughs> Yeah, 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 obviously, yeah. But, but the thing was, the boy didn't even want to. It was oh. the mom forcing it upon him. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, like, I see, like, to me, I just see a clear cut of child abuse. Right. But then the state allowed it and took the side of the mom. Yeah. I also just want to be clear. I'm on Young's side with all this. I was just playing double with that. Sure, sure. David. No, yeah, and no, I'm I understand. Not, I'm also not trying to single you out, but I, me and Young have already talked about this, so that's why I was curious about yeah. your opinion. No, 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 I, I get it. Um. Yeah, and, I, and I, I think I'm on the same page as you guys. I, I don't think that children should make that decision as they are not going to be cognitively there to, to make that decision on their own. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think a parent should make that decision for them because obviously you're you're not going to know, right? You should just support them whether or not they are who, who, whoever they are, Yeah. right? Guaranteed, though, there are situations where it's like, oh, what do we do? Because yeah. there are situations where, you know, kids are born, sure. kind of, you know, born intersex, mm-hmm. right? They have both female and male parts. So sure. it's like, what do we do here? Yeah. That's it, very, very, very rare. Though, it is rare. It is rare. But but there are cases that happen sure. where, the, where, you know, kids are born so, that way. So it's like, oh, man. <laughs> so there's that. But that, yeah. it's, it's a little different on that one. Yeah. Uh, 
I had something to say about that, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> My right. bad. Um, but you know, I don't know. I like. I think when it comes, oh, I remember. Sorry, oh. go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I just, so, what? I don't know if this has ever become a thing, but I remember some sort of article that I read about they would be able to basically at insemination determine like basically pick which sex they could have if they wanted a boy or uh, if they wanted a girl okay. they could pick that at insemination is that was that a real thing or was that like a fake article that i read back in the day it's gotta be fake it's not 100 percent fake oh there's truth and validity to that um i think what you're talking about is gene modification and uh, gene modification gene therapy okay um because like because this I think where you're getting it from, uh, they might be able to select a gender. That part I'm not 100% familiar with. But when they were talking about things like this, they were talking about, can I select my kid to have blue, you know, blue eyes, blonde hair, brown oh. hair, things like that. That's the kind of stuff that they're talking about. Height, so, you know, body oh, habits, and all hair, that blue stuff. Eyes, huh? I'm, I'm, just, to say something? I'm just picking stuff here. <laughs> you're, just, you're just picking the characteristics of me, saying they're attractive? That's fine. Oh, yeah, blue eyes? I thought you had like I have hazel. blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, but like, uh, but that, I, but they do have that technology, and that it, it does exist. Is what okay. I'm trying to say. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if that was a fake article or not. I always I heard about it, and I never knew if that was true or not. Yeah. I never like like the biggest it. for me, the biggest issue when it comes to that is, I, I know. I think I know why they developed it, and it's for like creating of super soldiers and, stuff, and things like that, superhumans. Right, like give them the give them the best gene possible to create the best soldier possible. Mm. Give them all the. I've abilities. also heard that China was experimenting with that. <laughs> I mean, it's China, man. I mean, you can think of anything, anything like that. China probably is working on it. Let's face it, though. Yeah, man. I, I heard China was developing a way to basically give, you know, kids that are being born exact characteristics they want them to be born with and it's then sick, try and man. use them as yeah. basically develop them to be soldiers later on in life i mean let's face it man china's struggling in the height department they they probably need it <laughs> they're not all yelling <laughs> <laughs> that's for true um but i mean yeah i think that's a little perverse i mean if you think about it it's it's all nature you should just let it happen in my opinion it, it's it's yeah i think i think i, I mean yeah yeah i think it's kind of gross and disgusting yeah because i mean you're looking yeah. at them at as like kind of like test tube babies at that point, in my opinion. But here's the thing, well, it's right? Ch it's oh. China. That's a communist country anyway. Oh, yeah. okay. But here's the thing, right? People don't have a say. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and here's this, right? Like we're talking about a lot of the negative aspects of sure. technologies like this. Sure. But what if we can take that, but then know that there is a dominant gene trait, like, uh, like, a, oh, shoot. Huntington's disease, right? Sure. Huntington's disease is a very dominant gene trait that is going to end your life mid, you know, mid, you know, your midlife thirties around there. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to single that gene out and, and, and get rid of it. Sure. You saved a life. Sure. But they're using it for the wrong reason. I know, yeah, I know, I know. Like, but then there are applications. The of it to get, Cause what they were looking at originally when I read the article, it's, they were talking about not only just developing to pick gender and stuff like that was they were talking about trying to eliminate the uh, genes that would like, potentially develop cancer Thanks, leukemia yeah. stuff that like especially like the things that saint jude is wonderful at helping people with uh, try and get those diseases out of little kids so people can actually live full lives and, mm. and i'm and i'm all for that yeah, i really good. am I, I i like that i like that specific moral philosophy and principle sure but then i always know there is somebody's willing to make a buck doing the wrong or thing. do something very terrible with it yeah. i mean that's Here, everything yeah 
here's here's my moral dilemma with that. You say you're all for that. When was the last time you donated something like St. Jude's or like you gone somewhere like, hey, you want to donate a kid to kids that are dying or something? Like, when was the last time you did something for it? Oh. Recently. Yeah, I do it recently. <laughs> yeah. I, say, I do I do it every year and I usually donate it yeah. around 50 to to $100 to it. I do what I can. It's not going to kill my bank account. Yeah, but I do I do what I can afford yeah. specifically. So, it's, yeah. yeah, so I do donate and things like that whenever it comes to causes like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's not a big sum of money, but it's a, it's it's something. Yeah. But here's the thing. If everybody donated a dollar, how much money would that end up being? That's a ton of money. That is a ton of money, but not everybody does. No. Yeah, I understand that. Just, I mean, it's the same thing as when you watch TV and the the animal commercials come on and you hear the, you know, lips of an, or heart of an angel or something like that coming on and you just see these puppies that are in cages like for just so five dollars you. you can feed Ahmed. i hate those commercials yeah. by the way <laughs> they but make me so sad and i want to donate to them but i i don't trust i don't those. at least like saint jude i 100 percent know where my money is going and what it's going towards yeah. and yeah. they're very very good about that stuff yeah like the um what's the uh the ronald mcdonald house too by the way is actually pretty no, good i will I never donate to ronald mcdonald really? house ever again I, really? I will explain it to you off this podcast but i will explain to you why later but there's the one breast cancer one what's that what's that one the they always do the march too. Oh. I but that that organization remember. apparently they end up pocketing over like sixty percent of the money that they get donated. I know there's a and lot of these that, nonprofits that so do that, that. I will absolutely never donate to. I will find another breast cancer organization and donate to. And I yeah. found all this out with my aunt. Yeah, my aunt no. has breast cancer, and yeah. we found that out when we were doing some research and stuff like that. So I've donated to a different breast cancer organization for her. Yeah, no, there's a lot of these nonprofits that pocket money <laughs> it's, it's crazy like they pocket majority of it and it's like maybe even maybe like 10 percent goes to the charity that they're talking about yeah but it, it's it's i don't yeah. i don't i don't like don't i'll be honest okay i don't like a lot of uh non-profit organizations and i talk i think i, I might have talked about it before but i think we're I talking about with panhandlers because we don't know what they're doing with the money well okay well it, it, i will buy panhandler food i will not give them money yeah, yeah same here same here but like when it comes to nonprofits and like donations, I I, I'm, I don't think I ever said it on the podcast before. But I will never donate an item to a nonprofit, or I never donate money to a nonprofit. Sure. If I if I had the money, right? Mm. If I had the money well, and they Jude's needed is, something, Saint Jude's is a nonprofit. And I know, I know. That one, though, but right? like, but with Saint Jude's, I know a little bit more about them and I trust them. Yeah. But when it comes to a lot of the other ones, let's you know, I, I don't know. I can't name. I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, right away. But I won't donate them money. I'll de- I'll donate them the materials that they so-called you know that they call for mm-hmm. versus the money because then I know that they're gonna have to use it and I and I like to see where you know and I like to see it being used yeah. not give them money and see people pocket that crap yeah. so that's my issue with a lot of nonprofits and donations and things yeah I don't agree with so I, I feel like a lot of this comes down to like morality you know like do you guys see it as morally correct or like morally right you know and I think when it comes to it, there are people out there that are going to do these things or, or have these things that they're going to use it for the wrong reason. Like, yeah, these organizations, if they do what they say they were going to do, is a great idea. It's great, you know. Like, same thing with gen- gene modification. If you can get rid of this cancer cell or if you can get rid of this certain thing in your DNA that causes you to die early or, you know, et cetera, then, yeah, it should be a good thing, and that should be how it's viewed. But there are people out there who aren't going to be doing it that way, and, and they're not going to be, you know, quote-unquote beneficial. Um, so basically to touch on that it's the morality of you understand that a nonprofit one it takes a lot of work to run a nonprofit. Sure. i'm sure it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to run those oh, i've yeah. never done one but i can tell you it probably does because mm. i've run you know 
different charity events that are just like local things and they still take a lot of time and effort i can only imagine a giant one for something like you know children's leukemia or like something like saint jude's or whatever take but i understand and you have to have the general understanding that the person running that is going to have to take some sort of financial take of whatever right. is donated so they can survive too yes my issue is how much yes i think like any nonprofit, they should have they should what is it it should be uh we'll take the church for example yeah, how many times do you see word. a church where there's a pastor that's driving around like a freaking brand new mercedes and has a giant house yeah we're talking about and like you know they're only getting donations from the church here. yeah mega churches that's so stupid that that's my big issue with churches that's why i don't like to go to a church i have no problem with religion if people want to practice religion that's perfectly fine my problem is with the church organization and you know that a lot of churches i'm not saying all but a lot of churches end up pocketing a lot of money instead of using it towards better goals yes i I 100 percent agree uh and like i don't i don't know of any like situations myself personally but i know that there's churches around here where um we're like uh Man, I can't think of words today. All of a sudden, <laughs> accountants and things like that, where they work on oh. work, work on like church, like income, like where where things come in and things like that. They see sketchy stuff. Oh yeah, I've talked to some accountants and they account they do accounting for the churches and they said it's sketchy. or like a financial advisor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and they say it's sketchy. Like they don't know where like this money is coming from or where this money is going. Sure. Where the, I mean, yeah. I feel like it. Not not trying to put a bad light on churches, but I feel like it's an easy way to money launder because it's all donations, quote unquote. Charity. Yeah, I have a question. Did they, do churches end up paying taxes? Because technically, everything's a donation. I think they're. I think they do pay something, but yeah. I don't know how much that would be if they do. You know, I'm not was, sure. It was interesting. One time, I went to the bank and I asked if I can have the receipt to my deposit, and they gave me like the whole entire like tray, and I was just like, "What the? F-? I was like, Whatever." Wait, what? Like they gave me like the whole tray of like deposit slips, right? And I was like, "Cause I just wanted my like receipt or whatever it's called." And they're like, yeah. So they gave me that and they gave me like a whole envelope. And I was just like. At the bank. At the bank. Okay. Like this was years ago. And it wasn't even for me. It was for my mom. Like I asked, like she asked me to deposit something in her, like a check in her bank account. And I was like, that's fine. So then I went there and I was like, yeah, can I get the deposit some my mom asked for? And she goes, yeah, that's fine. She gave me like an envelope. And I was like, this is pretty heavy for a receipt. I was like, whatever. So I, walked, I went home and I took it out and I gave it to my mom. And then I started looking at some of these like slips. And like one of it was like for a church. It said something church. It was $120,000. And I was just like, what? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember what church it was, but it was just like a significant amount. And it was just for like a church. But your mom doesn't even go to church. Exactly. So it wasn't for her receipt. It wasn't her receipt. It was just like, they gave me the receipts of like other like deposits, I guess. Oh, what? Yeah. And I saw like, oh, I saw like. give you a bunch of them yeah. instead of just the one you were asking right. for. Right. And I like, I got my mom's out and then I started looking. I was like, wait. I was like, what is this? And then I started like flipping through them. And yeah, that was like the biggest one that I saw. It was like 120 grand and it said something church. And I was just like, what the, f- is it like, what? So it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. What the well, heck? My other problem with churches is, is uh, the last time I went to a church, they still pass around a donation plate. I understand that. But as the donation plate's going around, they basically make people like feel bad. And not just oh. the church, but like other patrons there. Like they give you dirty looks if you do not put something in there. And I can't tell you how many people I know that are not in the greatest financial state to like donate money sure. and they will still donate because they don't want to be looked down upon by their peers or the church yeah. they're going to. Yeah. And like the one, there was a girl I was dating. It was her grandmother. She did not, she was not like wealthy by any means. Mm-hmm. And she really could use that money that she had donated for certain things. Like right. we had her, 
her relatives that had to do stuff to help her financially, mm-hmm. but she was still donating twenty, fifty dollars to the church every week because she felt like she was obligated to. And yeah, I, I so, don't think that's right. That's one of the other issues I have with churches. So, so this is this is where I'm kind of like, I guess, questioning churches. Like, if this money's so supposedly to help people in need, no, no. Um, oh, I. Oh, okay. It's yeah. That's not what it is. The church. Um, so like, at least with my church on that, on that aspect, the church that I do go to when I do go, cause sure. I have my own little yeah quarrels with even the church that I go to, uh-huh. they do, they don't pass around a donation plate. They stopped doing that years ago. Uh-huh. They actually have something, you know, if you wanted to put in an offering or put in a tithe, they have a box that sits outside and nobody knows that you put it in or not. Uh-huh. So they keep it a little bit more anonymous. Like you don't, yeah. So you don't hand around yeah. a stupid collection plate and see who puts it in and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a better way to go. Sure. And, and the only people who knows that you did pay is if you put in a check <laughs> right. or you put it in an envelope with your name and dollar amount in it. Sure. Whenever I do, if I do, and I'm not generous about that to the church just in general because I disagree with what a lot of what they uh, with a lot of what they do currently. Sure. Uh, yeah, we could talk about that on a later date, but there's a moral issue. Yeah. When it comes to Christianity and what they're doing, sure. that I just. I just want to like bitch slap somebody <laughs> yeah. at, 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 even, at even the church that I go to. So I don't go. Right. Because they piss me off. Yeah. yeah See, again, I'll go into that maybe. I would rather, date. if I had to practice religion, I would rather go for one of like the older, more that are like seen as like a media religion now for certain like mythologies and stuff like that. Like, are you a Scientology? Norse mythology. I'd rather have one of those oh. where it's just a more broad spectrum. It's more of a fun little take on how things came to be rather than just a standard, this is what happened. Like, because I, I, the last couple of times I've gone to a Christian church or a Catholic church, it is very much like, this is what happened. There is no other possibility. Mm. And the other ones, like Norse mythology, is very open to interpretation. They were very vague with a lot of things they talked about as well. Yeah, I am more open to something like that because I think it's more fun. Yeah, rather than something where it's more structured, where it's like this is how it has to be. There yeah. is no interpretation. Yeah, I could definitely go into that, but not today. <laughs> We're kind of getting short <laughs> on Lynn, time. I want you to know that Young's okay, face yeah. the whole time looks like it was in pain. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, sure it was. Because, like, you know, uh, I had like not that my understanding and knowledge of Christianity in specific is all that great sure but i have but i think i have enough of the groundworks to like understand what it is where it comes from and why it why it's practiced the way it is sure so yeah but when david said scientology i just had a <laughs> i was laughing i was oh, like dude, scientology just it, makes me cringe oh my god <laughs> it makes me cringe so hard i hate I, it's just so funny like yeah. it, it, that religion to me makes absolutely no sense oh like I don't even know, dude. You know, you know. There's this. There, there's somebody that I know who is a Scientologist. Oh. Okay, and the amount of money that they donate to the Scientology Church is absolutely insane. Oh no, insane. Look up the article. There was a famous. I can't remember. If she's an actress. Yeah, uh, I know. She uh, was in the Scientology Tom, Church, and she Tom tried Pierce. to get out, and she ended up leaking a whole bunch of stuff. I forget. Her. Leah Tom. Leah dumb. Thomason. Isn't that the girl you were just talking? No, about? no, no. Leah no. Thompson is the swimmer. Okay, Leah. Leah Robinson. She's she's from King I don't of Queens. What her name was. Oh, oh, she oh, was a uh, Leah. Uh, it's Leah something. Leah so Remy? R. Remy. Leah, Remy? Remy? I don't know her name, but I think it's Leah something with an R. Hold on. Leah Remini. Remini. Leah Remini. Yeah, she's like Italian or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Leah Remini. Yeah. R-E-M-I-N-I. Yeah. 
Okay. She leaked a tons of stuff. There was like a Hulu series, maybe not a Hulu series, but there was a TV series uh-huh. of like Scientology and her speaking out about the religion and how she got out of that cult. Yeah. Cult. I think she well, called not, it a cult. Yeah, it's not religion. It's a cult. Yeah. Yeah. But they, but they, oh my gosh, the amount of money that goes into that church from this person, they, they, I think they donate like 60%, 70% of like their income. Jesus. I can't do that. Let's be honest. <laughs> most, most churches recently from what I've seen all resemble a cult to me. So. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, so you're not wrong. But yeah. um, you know, I think I feel like this episode has been very. I don't know if I'd say controversial. It's just very different from what we usually do. So you know, again, if if you have a difference in opinion, that's fine. We we welcome that, and and we actually would like to maybe hear your opinion if you want to share that opinion. Um, but we understand that you know we're not going to be of the popular you know, majority of the of you guys agreeing with us. And if you do, they all cool. who says it's popular or not popular? Well, Where are you know. getting this information? No, what from? I'm just saying is like <laughs> I understand that not everyone's going to agree with us. No, there's I mean, no way. Normal. Yeah, there's no way. Well, so. the best part about the, something like this is hearing the debates and hearing other other sure. sides of the story and other people's opinions, mm-hmm. and then being able to formulate your own opinion based right. off of that. So like that's why debates are so great is because you hear everybody's opinion. You can be like, oh. I didn't think about that. Right. I love conversations like that. And yeah. Yeah, to me, it makes things more fun. Exactly. And it's just, it's a better way to live is and, hearing a different and I think formulating for, your own opinion on stuff. Yeah. And I think a little bit more importantly is we're kind of opening the conversation now, because it's like, if you asked me earlier, like you guys are asked me earlier, did I know about this? I didn't know about it. Uh, you know, with and, the whole yeah. transgender athlete. And that's like, like, this is one of the reasons why, you know, Landa and I talk about, we, we talk about like a lot of these kinds of things just in general, sure. like as we game. Yeah. But for the most part, Landon and I, like, we agree with a lot of things. Sure. Not everything, but... No, 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 yeah. A good bit. But I think I think it's important for a lot of people who live here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And even outside the outside of the U.S., they should be hearing conversations like these, whether they agree with it or not. Yeah. Because at least now they know that, that this conversation is out there. A, yeah. And then they can, they can look into it a little bit more, like Landa said. Inform themselves. And inform themselves. Sure. Because there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people who disagree with what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know, the majority of the people here in the U.S. don't know what's going on. And I know they will disagree with what is happening if they hear about it. Yeah. And well, I, think I also like to play bring it up to the advocate on stuff. So if somebody I mean, but you have to. I somebody has to. Somebody has purposely to. Played, like I did it with David. I purposely played devil's advocate yeah. because it gets you to think. And then you're like. Well, and, and even with right? like the gene modification, like even with the gene modification, there's always going to be bad aspects to it, but there's always good aspects to it as well. And sure. you have to take consider into both. But then what ultimately decides you to say this is not the right way to go? Right. What, or where mean, do we what, draw the line? Where do we draw the line? And do we keep it because of these specific issues? Right. Um, you know, cloning is another yeah. issue. I, I think we might have briefly talked about that in the past, but... Mm. I yeah. think cloning is great because there's a lot of a lot of things that could come out about cloning. Yeah, I love cloning, by the way. But you don't want to, me. No, no, no. <laughs> but but it's, not even, but it's not even the but it's not even the idea of like cloning two people, like uh, you know one of this you know another person that's you. But it's like, can I? But what if I could clone like another heart or another like my own heart or clone my yeah, yeah. clone my liver, clone my kidney? Then I don't have to worry about waiting for like a life saving organ transplant. Sure. And then be on a studying on that list for a year and a half or something or whatever. Like that. And right. then being on a you know like immune blockers and things like that. That's or having to go to dialysis, which make you even more sick. Or exactly like yeah. because you have it right there, and you know your life is going to be saved. Sure. You don't have to worry about things like that. Your mm-hmm. body attacking some you know, your own organ yeah. anymore. So, so, yeah. but again, there's a lot of issues that come about it. There's always that moral dilemma. Yep. So I think, I think today's big kind of takeaway is morality. You know, how far does that take people? And, and we understand 
again, that people are going to do what they think is right, quote unquote. Um, but it's so relative. It's it's, re- it's subjective at that point. It's, it's what you deem is correct or whatever, right? And not everyone's going to agree. So, um, Which is why you can't have one person making that decision. Exactly. You have to have like a Community. body of people yeah. that that argue these points and, sure. and and have this have this kind of discussion. Yeah. So that Yeah. And, and to your point, yeah. Linda, I always try to play devil's advocate every once in a while. Like cuz there'll be discussions that Young and I have and I'm just like, well, I'm going to go ahead and play it this way just so we kind of get both sides to the argument. Um, but you know, I, I again, somebody has to make that argument for the people who aren't here. So, all the time. Um, yeah, we appreciate you having on, uh, you know, being patient with us. It's been about a month or so since we told you that we were ready for you but uh, well part of it's my work schedule too though well yeah and then not my work schedule changed pretty drastically but um, hopefully we'll be you know a little bit more consistent yeah i feel like on those long work days i usually work about a minimum of 50 hours a week so yeah i'm about a 50 right now so excited well, i'm also <laughs> off tomorrow but i still have to go to court tomorrow for work so you know oh, it's so fun yeah yeah um, not exactly a day off no not <laughs> yeah. really but um, yeah, any everyone who's uh, you know listening to us, we appreciate you. Uh, hopefully, you guys like Land to have you know being on as he is going to be our, I guess, frequent flyer in our guest list. So uh, again, Landa, thank you for coming on. Absolutely, and to touch on your Discord, trying people in there. If anybody has an issue with any of these things or wants to discuss those topics, feel free to mention stuff in there. I check it all the time, but nobody ever talks. I will gladly debate anybody. Yeah, on anything. I think I think right now it's just like our closer friends, like my brother Andrew, my little sisters in there. So you know, um, you know, keep it friendly. We, we're, we're welcoming discussions, and again, if you have a difference in opinion, let's let's talk about that. And also, oh yeah, and I will never be rude. I will never <laughs> demean you in any way. I right. will just flat out answer what I think, and I will usually ask what your opinion is because I'm curious. I like because to me, it's a learning process. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody has a different starting point where, where, where it comes to like these kinds of questions and topics. So, mm-hmm. I mean, one step at a time, yeah. really. And I've been kind of like on and off with our Instagram. Like I'll try to post like a video whenever I upload like a little preview, but I, I've been, what about, is your Instagram? Cause you've, you've mentioned that multiple times. I've never actually know what tiny it was. Juice box. Actually, it's just, yeah. Tiny juice box. It, it's on tiny Instagram. juice box. Um, I no, think it's actually no underscores or anything. No, no, actually I think it's tiny juice box podcast. Let me double check. Tiny? Okay. Um, Dave but is in charge of that stuff. I, I typically link that inside of our um, video uh, whenever we upload on Spotify. So if you ever look at the links in Spotify, you should see it. Um, it is Tiny Juice Box Podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Tiny Juice Box Podcast. But yep. it is. I just followed it. Okay, cool. So yeah, if you guys want to follow that, make sure you do. As again, I do put up some previews. So typically, I like edit on my day off, which is like some random day in the week. And then if I find like a little funny clip. I try to like clip that and put it on Instagram. Nice. Uh, and then whenever Young's doing the uploading that week, I typically, uh, you know, I typically wait for that Sunday and then I'll upload it on Instagram saying, hey, we just uploaded this episode. Uh, but again, I haven't been doing it too recently since I've kind of been busy with work and, and other things, but I'll try to get back into it. I, I would like to see our Instagram do a little bit more, uh, I guess, activity. So, yeah. Uh, thank you again for your time, Landon. Thank you everybody for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode.